Aloha you guys, I am Vagabond and I wish you a very merry day after Christmas. I hope you had a great Christmas, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. You know, part one today we're going to talk about social media and then in part two uh, we're going to talk about something completely different, which is the new year and what the expectations for the new year are. So with no further ado, I will yeah, start talking about social media. You know. I had a friend the other day tell me, God, I'm so jealous of your life. I, I see your posts on Instagram and, you know, the things you post on Twitter and Facebook. And, um, man, you really are living the dream. And he's right. But at the same time, social media is a lie. You know, I post the best things. I post things that are, are the absolute best I post, you know, pictures of us on beautiful hikes and I post pictures that I take while I'm working, sometimes with very difficult clients, uh, you know, as a guide. And I also post pictures um, from the past and, and things that things that are hopefully positive and that people will like and enjoy. And these days I really work hard to not post things that are going to bring people down. I mean, sure, if you follow my Vagarhythm account or Vagabond on Twitter, then you're going to see there's a lot of cynical stuff, a lot of, uh, you know, um, problematic stuff, we might say. But if you're just following me on Instagram, man, it probably just looks like heaven. But, you know, I'm not posting pictures of my bank account when it's time to pay rent or posting pictures of me selling my bike, you know, a couple of days ago or our kitchen table a couple of days ago so that we could make our, our bills and pay our expenses and have a nice Christmas. Um, you know, so everything that you see on social media, you guys, is designed to make you feel that that envy, I suppose. You know, that's what it is. It's a it's a tool designed to make you feel envy. Um, and it's a, it's addictive. We love looking at it. I mean, I follow a couple people that quite frankly, I'm so envious of their like amazing lifestyles. And I wonder what problems they actually have in their life. You know, sure. They're not homeless people, obviously. Like, just like I'm not a homeless person. If I was a homeless person, you would know about it. Um, maybe. Yeah. I suppose, I, you know, I've written about being homeless before. So, uh, that's. <laughs> That's something I would definitely share. But, you know, you don't know what problems people are suffering. You know, you, you see the picture of the of the beautiful girl and she's posting beautiful pictures of herself all over the world, everywhere she travels. And you know what? That girl probably or maybe or possibly is constantly in the company of her parents who act as her photographers and she can't trust or be around other people and she has no social skills and she's unable to actually lead a normal life you know and she's a she's trapped she's a victim of her own success in that she's got tens of thousands of followers who expect to see happy beautiful posting things probably the stress on that girl and this is definitely like not a big problem in life for most of us but probably the stress that goes with what words to use with the picture or not having the picture turn out just right or not knowing which picture she actually puts up, that's probably a problem. So we should all count our blessings and we should all keep it in mind that when we're looking at Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or any of the other social media or you know online sites, that 99% of that is bullshit. Now, 
that being said, when you look at my Instagram, all those pictures are real. You know, those are all real things that are here. And the world is a beautiful place. And the same with all those other accounts. Those are real places. The poses might be fake. The lips might be fake. The eyes might be fake. The breasts might be fake. My breasts, unfortunately, are not fake. But luckily, they're not as big as they were once. So anyway, you guys, just keep all of that in mind. As you're looking at social media and as we go into 2019, hopefully... Uh, we can all be a little bit happier and a little more satisfied with what we have. Uh, I believe I've said this before on this podcast, but I'm losing track of what I say and what I don't. But the wisest words that have ever been said to me, I was in Thailand. I'd been backpacking around the country and around other countries for for some time. And I met this monk and he was just a, a really, a really bright light, this kid. And he wasn't much older than me. And, uh, I told him where I was from, and he said, oh, I've been there. And I said, really? And he said, yeah, past life. You know, really dry sense of humor. And we both laughed. And then we started talking, you know, and and as we're sitting in this, like, little hut, I'm talking with this monk, and and I go, you know, in in your practice and in your meditation, what, what is the secret of happiness? And he said, and this is really important, so I hope you can take this as a lesson for 2019 and make it your mantra. I'm going to try to make it mine. And what he said was, the secret to life isn't having what you want. The secret to happiness in life is wanting what you have. And there it is. So with that, we'll end part one, and I'll be back in just a second with part two. Aloha guys, welcome back. This is part two of episode 26. And you know, uh, every year I make a goal spreadsheet. Um, and last year I I really sort of just got tired. I've been doing it for a decade. And last, usually it's this big thing, you know, where I talk about my major goals and then I break those down into smaller goals. And then I have milestones that I've set up and I have check-in points, which are on the solstices and the... Um, Uh, equinox and then I have my year-end checkpoint and you know this year I just I failed miserably (laughs) 2018 was a mess but on the same level uh, it was a mess on my planned goals so I title every year at the beginning and this year I got a little lazy with it and I just made my title the year of awesome and uh, you know I intended to pay off my student loans and to pay off all my debts and to, you know, make, make a hundred thousand dollars or more. And also to, uh, to, you know, get really fit to, uh, become a proficient in Mandarin Chinese and in Japanese and to find a great career. Yeah. None of that stuff really happened. I wanted to lose 20 pounds. Uh, I wanted to, uh, actually I wanted to lose 30 pounds and I wanted to become really fit and, you know, none of that stuff happened. And you know what? While I wasn't awesome in that regard, um, it was an amazing year. 2018 was tough. I will tell you that much. You know, last year at this time, I was throwing my savings into, uh, not just into cryptocurrency, but also into the stock market. And every day I was watching that money, uh, grow. 
and it was amazing. So that was 2017, the end of 2017, the very beginning of 2018, and I was watching uh, watching it just grow and grow and grow, and I, I determined to make myself into a cryptocurrency expert. I learned about everything cryptocurrency related, blockchain, I actually founded uh, co-founded a cryptocurrency, Loopax, and uh, became enough of an expert that I can I can talk about cryptocurrency with anyone, no matter their level, and have some uh, degree of, you know, comfort. Um, so there's that. And then in the stock market, same thing. I th threw money in there, and man, I just watched Amazon climb up to 2,000, and, and now, this time, the next year, oh boy, man, that awesome is sure gone. Like, cryptocurrency has dropped by, in some cases, as much as 90% or more from the all-time highs. Thankfully, not from the places that I bought, but from the all-time highs. Uh, you know, I've lost probably 50% of what I invested in cryptocurrency. And for the stock market now, I'm down about 25% from my highs. And, uh, yeah, it hurts. I mean, that was my savings. I held onto that money for a long time, not trusting the economy, not trusting investing in um, in anything, thinking that cash was the way to go, waiting for a big crash. And finally, <laughs> I am the bellwether. Finally, as soon as I decided, well, maybe I am just missing out on too much. There it was. Yeah, when I finally threw my money in, that's when everything came down. But you know what? Despite some panic and learning um, some really kind of expensive and hard lessons, probably the biggest lesson that I've learned in 2018 is that markets reward patience. You know, and first of all, you have to invest in companies that are solid and not going away, that have enough of a cushion that they're not going to just disappear. But the second thing is, you can't panic and just get out. You can't follow the whims of the news cycle and markets reward patience and I'm pretty confident that 2019 is going to be a really interesting year for all of us. So what do I think is going to happen in 2019? Well first I'll tell you what I hope happens. I hope that that imbecile that we have in the White House gets impeached and not only impeached but gets his whole presidency annulled. Every single thing that he has done should be taken back and we should just hold a brand new election. Um, you know, because obviously there were problems in the 2016 election, but he lost, man. He lost. And if it wasn't for the cheating that went on, he wouldn't have had the time to, you know, make these court appointments, to um, change the Supreme Court forever, any of this stuff. So there's that. Uh, sec so that's the first thing that I'm hoping. Do I think that's going to happen? Probably not. I think we're stuck with him all the way through 2020. And. I think before his time is up, he's going to try to pull a dictator move and basically cancel elections and make himself president for life since he's expressed so much admiration for those guys. Second thing that's going to happen this 2018 that I hope is going to happen, 2019, excuse me, I think cryptocurrency is going to go for a mile high. It's going to absolutely explode. As the economy tanks, and as the stock markets tank, and as the US dollar tanks, and as uncertainty rules the world, people are gonna start realizing that like, hey, guess what? These governments don't actually control cryptocurrency. They can't actually shut down cryptocurrency. It's amazing. So, I'll be back in just a second, you guys.
Hey guys, it's me. I'm back. I'm doing a tour today, so I had to go pick up some people and load them in the van and get them on this tour. But now they're uh, they're out doing some tourist stuff, and I'm here watching their stuff. So it's a great time for me to talk to you about what I didn't accomplish in 2018. I didn't accomplish my financial goals. My financial goals were uh, actually the complete opposite of what I wanted to accomplish. I wanted to earn at least $100,000. Well, yeah. That didn't happen. I won't say I lost $100,000, thank God, but uh, I lost more than I earned. Um, but the upside is I think that that is going to come back. It's not that I've lost it completely. It's just that the investments are currently not worth very much, which hurts, uh, but not too bad. So anyway, there's that. Fitness-wise, I lost about 10 pounds. Uh, Still got that 20 to lose for 2019. Uh, still got money to make in 2019. Um, Travel-wise, I didn't go anywhere that I wanted to go in 2018. I wanted to go all over the place, and instead I stayed here on Oahu where I saw virtually everything over and over and over again as a tour guide. Uh, I also went to Santa Cruz and Mountain View and San Francisco, but that's it, you know? I went to Kauai for a day. That was, that was my travel in 2018. Um, I want to do more than that in 2019. So the year of awesome ended up not being very awesome, but I did learn everything about blockchain. I did learn so much about investment that I had forgotten and so much that I'd never learned in the first place, even as a stockbroker. Uh, I learned how to found a company, how to start a company, how to create a startup. Uh, I've developed a couple of apps that are looking really promising. Uh, my language skills, you know, ni hao. Uh, you know, I can say hello, how are you, I'd like a beer, goodbye, thank you, um, in Mandarin. And I can understand a little bit more than that. Writing-wise, I'm not much further than that. Um, Japanese, about the same, you know, I'm not going to have any, uh, any big conversations, but I, you know, I got a little bit to throw out there. Other language skills, not much. I didn't do nearly the yoga, the surfing, the outdoor activities, or any of the um, peace of mind things. Even my meditation suffered a lot in 2018. I got really caught up in the markets, and I started waking up early thinking that that was going to be a benefit, but it turns out that patience is the key to these markets, and you just have to buy smart to begin with, and then let it ride. I think that's the key. And of course, when you have something that happens that drives it up, you sell. Um, and you hope that you're not selling at a bottom because um, that, that hurts. Anyway, you guys, that's enough about me and my goals for 2019. That's going to be my year of change. That's what I'm naming it, the year of change, and it's going to be a lot of change. AI is going to blow people's minds. Cryptocurrency is going to blow people's minds. The stock market and the political turmoil are both going to bottom out and go crazy and things are going to change in 2019 for you, for me, for everyone. I hope that your changes are all positive and good and I wish you a happy new year. Aloha. Hey guys, if you're looking for more from me, you don't have to go far. Just go to vagobond.com and you'll find links to everything. That's V-A-G-O-B-O-N-D.com. Bond. Vago Bond. Aloha.